Good morning and welcome to, I wanted to say the fast forward Ima show, but we've switched names for a while now. <laughs> um, I'm recording this on a Monday morning. Um, maybe you can hear that my voice is still a little bit sleepy. And I'm recording this episode for anyone who has been feeling a bit low and who has been struggling to show up for their business lately. Because I know that... Um, Without diving into details, that uh, the world has been extra hard on a lot of people lately. And whereas I'm not actually going to dive into those topics, what I want to dive into today is I want to dive into your journey as a business owner, your mindset, and what you can do when everything seems so bad that you can you can't really get yourself to maybe care about your business or to show up for your business because I see this happening a lot. Hello, hello, and welcome to Fail to Win, a show where we love to make mistakes and learn from them so you can turn your passion into profits and live life on your own terms. I'm Amy van der Putte from Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode with simple strategies every Tuesday. I've seen this happening throughout the past couple of years. And again, I'm not gonna say that what's happening isn't bad, uh, the opposite actually. Uh, it is really bad and it is currently, it, it has also been for me, it's difficult to keep showing up. But I have had the privilege of being able to coach over 3000 people throughout a global pandemic and, and multiple crises. And those couple of years of coaching people through all of that have taught me a couple of things. So I actually have, I'm just going to talk to you like you're my friend today. Because first of all, I want to say that I know no one who is not a business owner, or like we can't say this, like people who aren't business owners aren't going to get it, but I'm just going to say it the way it is. No one who isn't a business owner is going to get how you feel and... More than that, no one is going to know how much pressure is resting on your shoulders other than me and other people like you and I. And maybe you are not self-employed and you're listening today because it's hard for you to go to work, then you are also welcome to come and listen. Um, yeah, what I guess I want to say is first I want to normalize that you are feeling a lot of pressure. And I know for me, for example, when... Stuff like this happens or when like a, my cat just got injured for the third time or something this year, very heavily he got stuck on a fence and he tore open half of his paw. I know in those moments, um, and that's nothing compared to other stuff, but it can be overwhelming. For me, it's like, oh my God, I'm taking care of this animal and I had a, a, a leakage in my house, so my, my floor is all broken up and then... Um, you have family members depending on you and then someone gets sick and you get bad news and someone isn't doing well and then all of the news and then after a while you're just like, how the f am I supposed to be handling all of this responsibility? So the first thing I want to do is I want to just give you a little bit of a virtual hug. And I know I talk about this a lot with my best friend Jessica. We're like, yeah, I'm I'm feeling so responsible for so many things and... The mental load of thinking of everything can be really heavy. 
I just want to normalize it and I just want to say you are not alone and even more than that it's really it's actually really normal that you're feeling this way this is the way most business owners feel but not many of us post about that online because you also probably don't want people to feel sorry for you. So every business owner is like, haha, I'm feeling responsible for every fucking thing in my life, in my business and in the world. But don't mind me, I'm just crushing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's normal that you feel that amount of responsibility. It's because you are a go-getter. It's because you have those amounts of responsibility that you actually have also gotten to where you are today. Um, but that doesn't mean that... It's not difficult. So first, we normalize it. Hey, you are very responsible. I see you. I applaud you. Let's go and and fix the fact that you can't seem to show up confidently for your business right now. So the second thing that I have personally done, personally, no, that's not a word, personally, um, is actually... And this has been a hard one for me, uh, and I'm guessing for you too, but I have started embracing the fact that my business is just a business, which is difficult when it's a personal brand, right? Because we feel so wildly responsible, again, that word, for everything, and it's our face on the line and all of that. But the thing is, at the end of the day, it is just a business. So the way I look at it is... When it's summertime, I have heaps of energy. Maybe you've seen me market throughout summer, but damn, I can market so much. I can make so much content. I traveled all summer long. It was amazing. And I just have heaps of energy. By the time November rolls around, and this is something I actually take into account in my business. I don't plan in too much in December, January. I'm actually just taking time off this year after years and years of learning that. So if you're not there yet, this was also this is also... It's been a goal of mine to do that, um, is that I start getting a little bit of seasonal depression. That's what it's called, SAD, something like that, SAD. Um, I think so, yeah. And my energy just, just goes down. So what I've had to do, especially with the um, current state of the world and, and the way the world has been going up and down in the past couple of years, is I've had to accept that not every season is going to be a season of me killing it so for me winter time is not a season of killing it and that means I don't have the energy for it and it also means I shouldn't put that pressure on myself so I'm gonna give you a little bit of an example so I've been hosting um, this webinar I'm actually hosting the last live one at the end of this week it's a webinar to increase your revenue so and I have this this goal, right? I want 1,500 people signed up for the webinar. And what happened is I knew we had this goal. So a couple of things is what I did is actually first thing we had this goal of minimum 750 signups and then even better would be double. So 1,500. So the first thing I was like, well, you know what? This is a really high goal. This is going to intimidate me, you know, if I want to reach that from my organic audience. Because it's a topic, I'm sorry for the yawning, it's because it's Wednesday morning, um, Inception, because you might be listening to this on an entirely different morning. <laughs> um, so I was like, well, this is going to be intimidating and I can't handle that pressure because I'm not summer Amy, I'm winter Amy. So I asked my um, 
my sales manager, I was like, can we split this up into weekly goals so that we know we can reach our target or we're on track or not? Because I need to look at this data more objectively. And that's actually the point I wanted to make. So what we did is we set up this Excel file where we had the big goal of the 750 and then the better goal of 1,500 signups. And we divided it up into all of the weeks that we were promoting the masterclass, which really helps because it meant that every week... I had a lower target to aim for instead of just having the zero or one, meaning I don't hit my target, I hit my target. I just chopped it up into pieces. So week one was like, okay, 300 signups. And then the next week, 300. Okay, basically it was five weeks. So it was five weeks, 300 signups a week, which is, it doesn't make sense because you're going to get more signups in the beginning and at the end. But just, you know, for, to make everything more easy, let's just pretend it is that easy. Every week, 300 signups. For me, this makes it so that every week I, need, I know, oh, okay, I need that amount of signups. So what happened last night is it was a Sunday night and I was checking my stats. I was like, okay, week two of promoting it, we're at 650. And I knew that I kind of felt like I actually wanted 700 by the end of the week. But I looked at the data and I was like, oh, yeah. So what I would normally do, what Summer Amy would do is like, I'll make an extra reel. I'll go and promote it. I'll blast the shit out of this on my stories. Oh, should I do? I need an extra email, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, Amy, you're on track. You can let it go. And even if I wouldn't have been on track, I probably just would have let it go. So Summer Amy doesn't let a lot go. But my question to you is, in which season of your business are you? Are you summer version or winter version? How's your energy doing? Because you can't be crushing it 12 months out of the year. That doesn't mean that your business can't crush it. It just means that we need to take your energy into account. So generally, I think, you know, the first step I was like, okay, let's normalize the way you feel. The second step is look at your business more objectively. Look at the data. Look at what do I need to be doing? Are we doing that? Okay. So last week we sent out an email. The email didn't do great. We changed it and we sent out another email that did really well. But you can't always... Hey, this is a really quick interruption with a surprise for you. I promise you're gonna love this. I was just in a conversation, actually a power hour, with a client in my mastermind and we were going through her strategy of how to scale her six-figure business to seven figures this year. And I asked her what she wanted and she said, yeah, I want a million, but I also want more time with my kids. I want to stop working evenings and I want to have more energy for what I love doing. And I said, okay, no problem. Let's list out all of your targets. We did exactly that and then we got to work on the key elements she needs in order to grow her six-figure business to a seven-figure business this year. And I applied my million methods. Now, we worked on this for a little bit over an hour. And at the end, I was like, well, this was really valuable. Why don't I put this into a training to share with my audience? And as you are here on a podcast, I want to offer this to you for free. Now, know that working with me costs 10K for a day. The fact that I'm offering this to you for free is quite a glitch and I am going to delete this after a while. So if you want my million method training, there is only one way you can access it. It's by going to my Instagram, Fast Forward Amy, and DMing me the word 
method. If you do that, I'm going to send you my quick 24-minute training where I map out exactly how you can grow your online business from six to seven figures this year. So go to my Instagram, Fast Forward Amy, DM me the word method, and I'm going to send you the link to this really, really exclusive video training. Okay, bye. Pull out every piece of energy you still have, because maybe in this season, your family needs that energy and your business is just going to get a little less of your light. So... What has helped me then, in conclusion, is just look at it like, okay, at the end of the day, it is a business. It's not my life. My life is going to go on for a really long time. And right now, this is one of my businesses. But that also might change in the future. And I'm not saying this for the people who struggle to prioritize their business. Because I personally, I lean more towards the workaholic side of things than towards the not caring side of things so maybe that's a little bit of a test we need to do first do you lean towards the i'll do anything or towards the i can't seem to show up if you can't seem to show up i would say take it a little more personally and set some targets but if you are just struggling to let go a little bit of the emotions around it I just want to remind you, you are not your business. Your likes are not your personal worth. Your revenue doesn't say anything about how much you were loved. You are not your business. But on the other end, we know that your business is not a hobby. Which brings us to my last point of this short podcast. So we looked at normalizing your feelings. It's okay that you're feeling overwhelmed and over-responsible. Second step is let's look at it objectively. And what I would recommend there is look at the data. What is your business needs? Leads, sales. Okay, go and focus on that. The third thing I want to look at is if this would be a job. Because we're all like, oh, location independent working, remote working, be your own boss. Woo! But that's all good. But I respect entrepreneurs who do show up for their business also when times are tough. And I'm not talking about when someone in your close environment has died. Like one of my biggest fears in the world is that something would happen to my parents. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. I hope my desk is wood. Oh my God, there's so much plastic here. This is wood. Um, but I mean, if, if something were to happen to my family, I would definitely take a break and I would just tell my team like hey you guys go and do this but what I see happening to a lot of business owners is they're like I'm not feeling that well maybe I should just skip it and I'm like okay but what if you were employed by someone would you still go to work when you have a little bit of sad would you still go to work when you're struggling a bit yeah, you'd probably, like what my team members do is they'll be like, hey guys, so I have someone on my team who's moving currently. She's like, yeah, I just want to tell everyone I'm here, I'm working. I just do feel that I have a lot of pressure from the move and from my family on some things. So I might make a bit more mistakes and I might need a second pair of eyes on some things because I'm just not feeling 100%. So she's stating, hello, this is what's going on in my life. I'm not 100%. Can you guys hold that space for me? You're allowed to do the same thing. But you know what she's not allowed to do? She's not allowed to be like, hey, Amy, I'm just not going to come into work today. And that is what I see a lot of business owners do is they are treating their business like a hobby. They are treating their socials like a hobby. 
and I am personally not from, I don't know, the side of the tracks. How do you say this? The side of this situation where I'm like, only post if you feel amazing because people are going to feel your dark energy. And I'm not saying this to dismiss any spiritual um, people because I have a lot of spiritual clients. I am actually, I focus a lot on energy, spirituality. I have my own version of this. But what I want to say is, for me, my business is not optional. My business is my job. My clients, I take them very seriously. Me not showing up for my business would mean me not showing up for my clients. And I think if you're struggling to show up for your business, at least do what you would do if you would have a job. If you would have a job and someone died close to you, you would be like, okay, I can't come into work. But if you are just really busy and feeling a bit overwhelmed, you would still show up. You would just be performing a little less. So I'm giving you permission. I'm giving you permission to perform a little less, but I'm not giving you permission to not show up for your business. So ask yourself, if I'm in a lesser season, what would I still be doing? So I have this productivity planner by Intelligent Change. I've been loving it. And every week I do, let me slide back. You can hear the paper. I just filled it out actually before I recorded this. Every week it asks me, Five most important tasks of the week. If these were the only tasks you completed during the week, you'd be satisfied. What are those tasks? And maybe when you are low on energy and you're currently struggling to show up, you're like, hey, if I do none of my new stuff, if I don't do any of the extras, but I just follow the timeline and I check in with my clients every day, or I post about one product every day and I ship out my orders every day, I am satisfied. So Take a moment to fill out what does the low energy version of you still need to do for her business and then just commit to that and make the list shorter, make it simpler. Don't over deliver this week if you're struggling to show up, but do deliver is what I'm saying. So how can you show up for your business when life is tough? I think you at those times, maybe you you just get confident in not necessarily showing up as the best CEO and visionary of the entire fucking world, but you just show up as a responsible employee. And this might be the worst or the best advice anyone has ever given you, but I do think we need to normalize that sometimes you cannot shoulder all of the pressure and the responsibility, but that it is normal to feel all of it, that you just need to look at your business objectively. If your business objectively needs some sales, then you will set out, sell out, send out, wow, send out another email with a little bit of a sales pitch. You can't let your sales depend on your mood. You always got to be doing something in regards to sales. So it's not a hobby. It's an actual business and job. Um, and this is everything I've been wanting to say. And I know, I don't know if this was helpful or maybe, hmm, maybe this was not helpful, but what I want to add to that is something my partner and I do. Um, he's been really holding extra space for me. We saw this video online and it said that at the end of the day, when you come home, you you and your partner can ask each other, where are you at? And it was talking about percentages. So lately, um, I've had to let someone go. And I have had a couple of other things happen that have made me quite emotional. I know I should probably be less emotional about it, but I was emotional because it was very hard for me to do that. Um, it was necessary, but hard. Um, 
I'm allowed to feel my feelings about that. Even as a business owner, you make these decisions. But yeah, it doesn't mean I enjoy doing something like that. Um, I don't know if you say firing or letting go in English. I just feel like firing sounds so harsh, but I think it's probably called firing. Um, do I need to cut out this entire piece? I don't know. <laughs> so what's been happening is... Um, I haven't been feeling 100%. I'm just going to be honest. And you don't see that necessarily on my stories. Because I'm only showing up when I'm I'm ready to show up. And I'm really dividing that up into slots where I'm good. But right now, for example, I'm just recording in my workout gear. And I'm not recording with video. So what's happening with my partner and I. And I know is this the worst episode ever. Um, is that we've been asking each other this question at the end of the day. How much do you have? And... You know, sometimes I'm like, I only have 20%. And he's like, okay, that's cool. I have a lot extra. I have 80%. I can match you. And he'll take care of things. And sometimes, last week, he was super stressed about some stuff. But he's very bad at saying that he's stressed. So I have to really, like, pull it out of him. <laughs> but with the numbers, it helps. Because if I'm like, how do you feel? I don't know if you have this with your partner. But he's very bad at saying how he feels. So if he can put a number on it, it helps. And last week, he was like, I only have 20. And I'm like, okay, I don't have 80, but I have 50, so I can make dinner. So just talking with your environment about what's going on, and maybe you put a number on it. Maybe you're just really honest, like, I can't do this right now. Can we just order takeout? Or can we choose the pre-chopped vegetables instead of the unchopped vegetables? Just to have a little bit of a discussion of like, okay, if we're both feeling low and us combined, we can't reach 100, what are we going to let go? What are we going to make easier so we can still feel better? So this could be an exercise that you do with the people in your environment, with your best friend, with your partner, with your parents, to just make it a little bit more tangible how you're feeling, right? So that's actually my fourth tip is just your capacity. How much capacity do you have? And it can be really difficult to say that you're low capacity. But honestly, you can't be at 100 12 months out of the year. So it's very, very normal. And I know a lot of people online, they look up to me and they think I always have my shit together. But I really, really don't. Um, I've asked my mom for help these last couple of weeks. Uh, some things happened that I can't really put on social media, which is difficult sometimes with a personal brand. But I can only say, like, I've been very disappointed in a lot of people. And I know in those times, one of my big triggers or trauma is that I tend to feel alone. So I know immediately when that happens, I need to open up to people and ask for support. Because otherwise, I'll go into this savior mindset of, like, I'll do everything myself. But I really shouldn't. And neither should you. You don't have to do everything alone. This is also, by, by the way, why coaching exists. Um... I'm actually going to be hosting a little bit of a coaching week on sales soon at the end of the year. In December, I won't be selling, but I will be coaching, which is one of the things that does fit my energy. And um, if you want access to that, you can actually get access through my masterclass on launching. So um, I know maybe you're thinking currently, Amy, launching is it for me because I am in that season of low energy. I don't know how to show up, but I think... 
people underestimate what a good plan can do because right now you don't have low energy, so you're definitely not going to be selling well. But if you have a plan in place, you're probably going to be selling much better. So if you trust me and you trust me to take care of your financial future with you, I want to invite you to my masterclass. Um, it's a masterclass on how you can triple your sales results. I've linked it in the description. And if I'm correct, once I leave this episode, <laughs> there's going to be an automatic audio that's also going to pop up. That's going to invite you to the masterclass. So that's my launch masterclass. I'm going to reveal five secrets that have gotten me five million in the past couple of years in online sales. And throughout those five years, I've gone through a really big breakup. I've lost um, my plus kids because obviously they weren't mine. And with the breakup, the kids go as well. I've lived in a mansion by myself with my cats. I have lost loved ones in those times. I've struggled with my hormones and still I was able to reach 5 million in online sales. And it's because I had a couple of strategies in place that helped me get there. And that's what you're going to learn in my Launch Secrets Masterclass. I've linked it up in the description fastforwardamy.com forward slash five launch secrets, the number five and then launch secrets. I'd love to see you there. And if you liked this episode, feel like it was really messy. Um, but if you like this format of unfiltered, unprepped, just me talking to you like you're my friend, feel free to let me know. Uh, I'm not too cool to thrive on feedback. <laughs> I'm not cool at all, actually. <laughs> And I'd love your feedback. So if you like the episode, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or to actually just shoot me a DM or share this episode if you feel like people in your environment are struggling with showing up for their business, for themselves, and they could benefit from this. Share it in your stories, okay? Bye. Thank you for listening and I really hope this episode inspired you. If you're currently feeling like you really want to take those next steps towards freedom and you're kind of ready to start living life on your terms instead of working on other people's dreams, well, I have helped over 1,500 entrepreneurs turn their dreams of working for themselves and being the boss of their own calendar to turn those dreams into actual reality. And inside of my 12-week business coaching program, it's my goal to help you take action instead of always postponing your success and dreams. So if you're one of my Dutch-speaking listeners from Belgium or the Netherlands, I just want to let you know I'm opening my Business Freedom Elevator again this year and you can get access through fastforwardamy.com forward slash elevator. So if you're struggling taking action, if you're struggling to actually make a profit from your ideas, go and have a look at fastforwardamy.com forward slash elevator and let's get things moving.